Hello, and welcome to Home Comfort Tactics. My name is Eric Gans. I'm a certified home energy auditor. I work with the Home Performance with Energy Star program here in Maryland with Pepco and BGE. There's a huge void in the way people think about home improvements, and this show is going to fill the hole. I've been all over Maryland doing energy audits, and there is nothing but truth in the Department of Energy's staff. Nine out of ten homes are under-insulated. I hope that as the Inflation Reduction Act gains momentum, it's going to generate talk about home performance. And our goal is to help you understand what home performance is and how it all makes so much sense. Some of the things you learn on this show, you will be able to do yourself. Others, you're going to need a helping hand. The main thing is that knowing is going to give you a sense of calm and it's going to put you in the driver's seat to success. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. One. We're good. Hey, I'm Eric Ants. This is Kyle. Kyle. We uh, work on a lot of projects together in the home performance field here in Maryland. And this is our second podcast. And we want to um, try to tackle a topic that is coming up here that we see basically every summer. And that is that most people are complaining about hot upper floors. So we were talking and we've come up with a list, Kyle and I, of six reasons that are probably contributing to your hot upper floor. So if you have this problem, then you definitely want to keep listening to this podcast. So Kyle, start us off. What is number one? What is the first thing that you see out there that is causing this problem? I'd say leakage from the attic area. Okay. Uh, so I can't say how many times I've gone up into an attic and like shuffled the insulation around to see huge, huge, huge holes leading into the house from the attic area, whether it be like wall tops, tops of the walls, penetrations, wire holes, stuff like that. That's just like built a ton of dirt up along the outside of the insulation and just like a lot of a lot of room for like air to move through. So uh, just. Take a step back here. Tell, tell me, when you say wire holes, what, wire holes, what do you mean? Yeah. So like whenever you see a switch in any room in the house or any kind of like fixture, overhead fixture, ceiling fan, bathroom fan, um, you know, a, a light, a light even, or a recess light, there is a connection point with the attic and then the switch, right? The switch mm-hmm has to have has to you know put the power somewhere so the switch will run through the wall and up into the attic and then to the ceiling fan or bathroom exhaust fan or or light fixture recess light that's up in the attic um so then there's like that that pathway right that pathway where it leads into the house from the attic allowing heat to to come into the into the second floor right Um, right it's huge yeah huge so No solution. Solution for those things would be sealing it with like fireblock foam or, or you know, a chaseway. If it's a chaseway, let's say chaseway is like a dead space that holds, um, holds plumbing or uh, anything really ductwork. Um, making sure that it has something over top of it to to stop the air movement. Ooh, ooh. A common chaseway would be a chimney for a fireplace. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another good one. Right, yeah. right. And that's usually like a huge, huge gaping hole, right? Right. We'll build like, a, you know, a 12 by 12 chimney and then 
they usually have to have at least like six to eight inches of clearance on the outside of it. No insulation is touching it. Um, and then open void that leads directly in the house, sometimes all the way to the basement. If right. it's a two-story house and you have a fireplace in the basement, it'll lead all the way to the basement. Yeah, yeah. And it's a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Oh. All right, cool. Let's go with number two here. It's going to be okay. my turn to step in here. And the second thing that we came up with in terms of what we're seeing out there that is causing hot upper floors, what do you think it is? You guessed it. Insulation. Insulation, insulation, insulation. If insulation's job is to slow the transfer of heat, and if your attic is you know got the roof covering it but the sun beating on it all day and what are you getting coming through the shingles radiant heat building up in an attic where is that heat going to go if there's not enough of a barrier between the you know attic space and the inside of the top floor it's going to come right into the house so insulation and air sealing number one of course uh, go hand in hand to combat this problem those two things alone are going to take you a long way all right so number three what you got kyle ducks yeah duck work yeah and usually in like the chain of thought like to see like the more obvious stuff right attic insulation and the air sealing portion are things that you can visually see once you pop your head into the attic ducks however are very very challenging to figure out if there's issues with right mm -hmm. so it could be two things it could be ducks in an unconditioned space so like a cantilever right if if there's duct work that bumps out into a, a back bump out that you have on a house or front bump out however it bumps out mm -hmm. uh you have the opposite temperature air affecting the duct work that's inside of the cantilever if it's not insulated properly right or you have pressure issues uh, there's some houses where I've seen like on a second floor, they have like a damper system that and the basement as well. They'll have damper systems where you can readjust the airflow to where the top floor is getting more air than the bottom floor, which helps in some cases. Mm -hmm. A lot of houses that I've seen as well don't have any of that. So they're right. fully relying on the system to just run as it is. And what ends up happening is like, let's say... I've seen a lot of uh, situations where the duct system's all the way on the bottom right-hand side of the house, right? And mm -hmm. then the, the areas that are having problems are all the way on the top left-hand side of the house. So the and furthest point. Furthest point from the duct system. From, so it's getting very, yeah. very low pressure. Gotcha. So what I typically do in, in both cases is obviously when we do the blow order test, we can see what's going on uh, with infrared, if there's any any warm air being pulled into the into the cantilevers or, or bump outs from outside once we run the test. Right. Uh, we can see that with infrared. And then if it's getting low pressure, and if I, I go around and I feel the ductwork while it's in operation and it doesn't, doesn't seem like it's getting a lot of airflow, I'll pull out an anemometer, which tells you the CFM, the gotcha. cubic feet per minute reading. And if that doesn't match up to the exact square footage of the room, there's going to be comfort issues. Now, that's usually like one of the last things that we look at, mainly because it's it's very hard to treat, especially if it's not in a cantilever, right? Mm -hmm. If it's not something that we can pull down and seal, if it's in like a, a finished space that we can't get to, 
there's not much that we can do to fix it. Right. Other than other than they they do this is something that I've been offering as like a simple fix that I think is really helpful and we've had like um the one audit that I did Abby she does like retirement homes she's had the same issue in multiple houses and she's called me like multiple times to like to put these in right. is it's like a, a pressure it's a um it's a supply cover that fits inside of the supply that has two fans built into it that forces more air through the duct system in the specific area that's lacking it now it could be you know dual purposed it's um or looked at as like both good and bad because it'll take away air from other places but you may not need air in those places at that time and if it's like now i can't tell you how many times it's been like a nursery that has a problem right Got it. Like where where a young child is at, or like where a kid is at, and they want the room to be comfortable, and this is the the simple easy fix. It only costs eighty dollars. It's very very cheap. If you could you could honestly just like feel the ductwork yourself, see that it doesn't have a lot of air coming out, and get one of these things. Easy, easy. Right. It's on Amazon. You know, it's it's very very cheap. Cool. So those are those are the things those are the things that I see with ductwork commonly that are our problems. Yeah. All right. One to add to that is disconnected ducks. Ooh, oh, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of times, you know, I've gone on, you know, into an any, un, an attic or something and seen or a crawl space and seen a duct that eh, maybe not fully disconnected, but certainly right. could use some love. Um, all right. So the fourth thing that we wanted to talk about, which Kyle touched on a little bit, because there's, you know, um, something that sometimes lives in these, which is the duct in an overhang. And we have just found, you know, houses that have a lot of overhangs or overhangs that are facing the sun that, you know, those tend to lead to hotter upper floors. Uh, Sometimes garage or living space above garage on older homes where the insulation was put in between the drywall and the floor above and it wasn't done really well. And that's going to cause, you know, the floor to be a little bit hotter upstairs as well. All right, number five, blinds on windows on upper floors. What do you have to say about that, Kyle? See, that's that's super easy. A super easy thing that you can do where if you're facing if you're facing the sun, no matter what, a window, as soon as the heat hits it, it's gonna pass through. Right. No matter what. So it's something that's very simple, very cheap. You could go like the extra mile and get the insulated ones and they work great, right? Definitely. Main thing is is blocking that sun from coming into the area. That's like yeah. it's very it's very important. Heat transmittance in the summertime, it's blasting heat. Yeah, blasting heat. Yeah. So one of the things I would say about that to add to that is that newer windows they do have low emissive and low emissivity films that will help combat that. But as Kyle said, you're never going to get all of the heat out with that. Older windows, builder grade windows, of course, they're going to have clear glass. That's going to be way more important to get something covered uh, over top of those. But I would say just the word for the wise, anything you can use. You could use a blanket if you have to, but on the hottest part of the summer days, keep those windows, you know, shut basically blacked out. All right. So to keep this moving along, the last thing, and this is also, I think, one that is not really uh, well known, but bathroom 
ventilation. I can't even tell you, Kyle, and you probably can attest to this, how many times I've done an energy audit and I've put my, um, what are they called? <laughs> the thing that you use to, me- to measure the um, bath That's hand? Like a hood, I don't know. Like yeah. A hood tester. Yeah. <laughs> a bolometer or something. Anyway, we don't even know what these tools are called. We just use them. But I stick my tool up there and I don't get, I and the fan turns on, so it makes a loud noise, probably some of the loudest noises you'll ever hear, but um, it, does, it doesn't actually work. And where am I going with this? When you take a hot shower on a summer day and the humidity is pouring out and it doesn't have a place to go and it sits upstairs, guess what's going to happen? It's going to stay hot and muggy and it's going to keep the house upstairs warmer than it needs to be. Because here's another little trick in the summertime, you want to keep your house very dry. And then, of course, in the wintertime, you want to keep it a little bit more humid. So um, those are the six things. Those are the six tips we have for people that are looking to keep their upper floors cooler this summer. And um, to wrap it up, Kyle, what do you uh how did you want to wrap up the show today? You had a really good idea. Oh, I wanted to talk about, so all of these things that we're talking about have rebates attached to them. If you're in the Maryland area and it doesn't matter what territory you're in, BGE, Pepco, there are rebates. If you get an energy audit done, which helps you point out these problems, if you can't visually find them on your own, it'll help you point out the problems and then attach a rebate to them based off of the money savings. Definitely. Um, and it, it's a clear-cut way to, to figure out any of these problems, right? Yeah. We, we go and we do the audit, we do infrared testing, we do a blower door test, and it gives us a clear idea of what's going on in the house and, and what right. can be done to fix them. Right. Uh, so I think that's, that's a good step. And then also the federal tax credits. Right. Uh, 25C. So there's tax credits for, you know, windows, doors, insulation, uh, pretty much everything when it comes to energy conservation yes. and energy yes, efficiency. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, and I want to add to that too, because I think this is one thing about the tax credit that I think is really cool that, and we just listed six things that a person could do to make their house more comfortable in the, in the summer. You could do two things this year, get a $1,200 tax credit, and then next year, you could do two more things and get another 12. Every year, it resets. Do you understand that to be the tax credit to Kyle? Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking to, um, I was just talking to Alex? someone on the phone before okay. about it. No, 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 yeah. no. It was uh, a JS lead and she was, she was talking about, she just did, she just did crawl space. And I said, you know, if you might want to wait until like next year to do like the attic insulation, that right. way you get, that way you get like the second 1200 that way it's right. it's you know you get a you you get more for your money yeah. ultimately yeah yeah and the way that i want to kind of wrap all this up cuz we're pretty much out of time here is that if you think about it the things that we just said the things we're talking about they have incentives attached to them and the and the question is why and that is because they provide a return on your investment they're going to save you money and not only that the other benefit of course is better comfort so right. um, thanks for listening kyle any par- parting words no, no 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 i think we've covered all our tracks yeah, yeah. cool yeah, well right. this is a great second episode and we'll uh, get to working on the third one as soon as we can thanks for listening yeah see ya